This is the Fleet Street Fox column for Friday, November the 4th, 2022. Just one thing can solve Britain's migrant crisis, and it's not Suella Braverman. Yesterday, Home Secretary Suella Braverman got in a £3,500 an hour Chinook helicopter to fly around the Kent coast looking for migrants that weren't there. That's because the entire south of England was suffering such bad weather that even where I am, in mid-Kent, everything below knee level is about as wet as the mid-Atlantic. It was not a day for dinghies. Instead, Suella saw only fog, which is ironic, really, because there's probably no one in Britain with a more clouded view of Britain's so-called migrant crisis. If only she'd had the wit to check the weather forecast, she might also have had the nous to realise that crossing the Channel isn't a jolly for those who don't get ferried around by the RAF. It is the fact that it is dangerous, even for the RNLI crews with a good boat and training and radios and satellite navigation, which indicates that those migrating aren't doing it on a whim. No one would. And if they have some reason, pressing enough, that they'd risk life and limb to cross a body of water in the hands of criminal gangs at great expense with children and when many of them are unable to swim, then it's likely that reason will overwhelm any and all obstacles Suella might put in their way. Now, whether you wish to call it desperation, terror or economic need, that push factor simply propels them through appalling risks in multiple countries and continents to get to the UK. If it is, by definition, stronger than anything Mother Nature can throw at it, it is probably stronger than any law, any Home Secretary and any government. And when something that strong is coming at you, it's very unwise to push back. Yet the impact of those people being propelled in our direction is immense. Millions of pounds are leaving taxpayer pockets and going into those of hotel owners. Overworked, undermanned and badly paid border agents are having to do midnight runs to Primark and Domino's for warm clothes and food. A processing centre at Manston has had outbreaks of diseases thought eradicated in Victorian times because keeping thousands of people in tents is very unhealthy. That's why the British invented concentration camps in the Boer War. But those Victorians had the same fundamental failing as Suella. They see what they don't like and think that what they don't like must be the problem. The truth is, this is not a migrant crisis. It is a crisis of government. It is the government which was told that fencing off the Channel Tunnel would push people into boats and ignored it. It is the government which decided to move the UK border from Calais, where it could process any migrants it liked, to Dover, where it now has to process all the migrants it wishes weren't there. It is the government which said the French should source it and then were rude to the French. The government sold off social housing, which means any new people have to go to hotels. The government decided to send the Royal Navy out because it looked good without realising they stick to the rules of the sea and international law more closely than those not in peril on the waves would really like. Other nations have more asylum seekers and more migrants and yet less crisis. We are where we are because of government policy that was formulated by the perpetually short-sighted and the terminally dim. When something so strong you cannot fight it is coming at you, and in the absence of having common decency or kindness towards it, the best you can do is use its own strength. You harness the wave. The migration is being driven by war, famine, climate change and failed states our armed forces visited and then were told to abandon. You cannot fix that with a do not enter sign. 
First, you take the wave away from criminal gangs gaining millions to spend on guns and drugs that already plague our cities. The only way to do that is to set up safe and legal routes in the countries of origin, giving those desperate customers a chance to get to safety more safely. It not only slows the wave, it also means that when people do arrive, it's on a plane or ferry. They're not dead. They have a suitcase. They've got somewhere to go. No need for taxpayer-funded hotels, the RNLI or the armed forces. Then you make nice with the French and strike a deal to process irregular migrants at Calais. This will take cooperation, healthcare and funding. And if you can't be bothered with that, you take down the fences at the Channel Tunnel. Close one tunnel each night and let the migrants walk through so you can scoop them up in the morning. No more gangs, no more drowning, no more adults and children landing all along the coast and disappearing into slavery or the sex trade. No more need, either, for legal aid to fund lawyers exploiting loopholes in the law. Doesn't mean a free-for-all. It means everyone gets checked on the way in. It doesn't mean more money. It means fewer hotels, fewer patrols, fewer criminals. And it doesn't mean more migrants. You get what you'd get anyway, but safely and calmly and in the least traumatic way possible for all concerned. That last bit matters, because the biggest change that's needed is to allow those making an asylum application to get a job. Many are well-educated and able to contribute if you'd let them, learn English and settle in. Under current rules, they're banned from working while their claim is considered and get a little over £40 a week to live on. That doesn't keep a family in nappies, never mind toothpaste, a bus pass, clothes, food and a mobile phone, for several years under current rates. Regularise the routes in and get them to pay tax and the costs for both social and financial of a wave of migrants are reduced while their power is harnessed to drive economic growth and social integration. The only people who don't like those things are idiots and racists and racist idiots. I'm not sure which of those Suella might be, but she insists she's not a racist. In short, the one thing that can solve the migrant crisis is spotting that it's not the migrants that are causing it. They're a symptom of a problem within government, and it boils down to being a bit racist and a bit idiotic. Dealing with the repeated policy failures since Theresa May paid for a van with Go Home written on the side would be less sexy. You can't blame the government for invading itself or wasting taxpayer money because otherwise you'd have to wonder whether £5 million a day on hotels is all that bad compared to £4 billion on Covid fraud and £120 million on a festival of Brexit that delivered an old oil rig to Western Supermare. Is Suella up to it? Well, by way of an answer, I'll leave you with the fact that she and a team of advisers were driven up and down the A2 in government cars to these Chinooks, which flew around in the lashing rain and served no useful purpose. Afterwards, she made her way back to the Home Office. Whether it was in the cars or the choppers, it was a gross waste of time, money and diesel fumes, which all contributed to the costs and climate change we need to reduce if we want to end the migrant crisis. And here in Mid-Kent, two Chinooks flew over my house – in a direct line between the coast and RAF Odium in Hampshire, where the squadron's based. I know not if they were the same ones who had taken the Home Secretary on her witless jolly, but I do know that if you want to blame migrants for an invasion caused by your own failed ideology, you'll need the military to make you look tough and a personal videographer to capture it for social media. Ah, there he is on the left of this picture. It seems we'll need to wait for the next Home Secretary and just hope that it isn't Suella again.